unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. So, Koiku, what are we talking about today? Honestly, I don't think we prepped anything. I'm... I mean, I, that's we, awkward. We got a bunch of we got a bunch of books. We you know, like, I was like, I walk when I walked into the set today. There's like five different versions of the Book of Mormon here yeah. alone. There's a lot of book, a lot of scholarship on I, stuff. I've and, got a bad feeling about wait, this. There's all these books here that, that can, can only, only mean, mean one thing. thing. I'm back, Steven Smith. <laughs> so. You've been in the show a number of times. We've talked about Book of Mormon Central, Fair Mormon, the Interpreter Foundation, these great resources and think tanks um, who produce scholarship that the church has given the thumbs up to. Yeah. You can use mm-hmm. it in institute and seminary. But are there other you know, uh, foundations for scholarship that may have good intentions, but you can't really trust them? Is that fair to say? Or there's, yeah. there's got to be some stuff out there like that, I would assume. That's a good, that's a good question to raise. Um, I recall reading a quote on the internet by Abraham Lincoln saying that you can believe and should believe anything you read on the internet because it's all true. I, no, um, I read I that, think, yeah. Right? Abraham Lincoln, right? Super and true. he said, Abraham Lincoln, 1863, if it's on the internet, it's true, so I you remember, should just believe it. I remember I mean, learning that in middle school. Yeah. Now, of course, yeah. Stephen's making a point because Abraham Lincoln didn't say that. Davy Crockett said that. Um, and I, Wait, actually, he did? Yeah, I, I, I think Paul Bunyan said it too. Did the internet lie to me about Abraham Lincoln saying to believe everything on the internet? Paul yeah, Bunyan isn't real. You son of a whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, calm down now. Quick. So, of course, we're joking. All, we're laughing. Please about... delete all of this footage. No, leave from it all everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. Um, Abraham Lincoln said it. So, so yes, uh, Abraham Lincoln, of course, did not really say that. I'm just sort of joking here. But your question is a very serious one. And I think the answer is you do need to be careful about what sources you turn to and rely on because um, even well intentioned people, including well intentioned members of the church, who may feel like they have uh, something that like proves the Book of Mormon or sheds some great light on the Book of Mormon? Um, there's plenty of times where it turns out to be rather dicey, in in my own opinion, and, right. and, and uh, yeah. other scholars have pointed this out. So the Church, Elder Ballard, in a in a talk recently that's in the Ensign, uh, talked about using what he called reliable, trustworthy, reputable, and mainstream scholarly sources. And so he named things like the Joseph Smith Papers, right, mm-hmm. uh, which is a reputable. A reliable source. So if your viewers have sort of questions about which sources may or may not be super reliable, um, it's always good to read a variety and to see what the different perspectives are right. out there. It's also really good to be well-read to see what different scholars are saying, um, what sort of scholarly consensus the scholars are coming to, what the mainstream view on a lot of these things are, um, and just, just always be careful, right? Always yeah, have right. a nice, healthy dose of skepticism when you read these sort of faith-promoting rumors or claims out there, like, you know, we found some artifact in Tennessee that, like, proves that Jaredites built submarines there or whatever, right? right? Yeah, like that I mean, sort things of stuff. like the Bat Creek Stone and stuff Back like Creek that. Bat Creek Stone, were, that's um, one that, being, that gets brought up a lot, which, yeah. I mean, to, to be clear, are basically forgeries, right? That's like, the we're, consensus we're among pretty, scholars pretty today, sure yeah. That, so sometimes I'll see people share things like, look, this proves that the Book of Mormon is true, or, or things that might seem at face value, yeah. but are not like bitly high, right? Like those right. kind of things. There are certain things that you go, well, bit what, What's so interesting say. about that too is that this is basic scholarly like mm-hmm. skills. You know, critical if, thinking. Critical skills. thinking. Yep. If you've gone to, if you've written any paper on any subject, you have to have sources that say mm-hmm. the same thing, like multiple sources 
to say that I have a consensus on the same thing. I wouldn't be able to go to a professor with any document about any type of research if I didn't have multiple people saying something. But for yeah. whatever reason, it's okay to have zero sources when it comes to... Yeah, or just like speaking. a singular, like some dude in his basement yeah. that has like, you know, yeah, some right. radio show or whatever. I don't know. You know yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Some, some weird... Some YouTube talk show. Yeah, some YouTube yeah, talk yeah. show. Or whatever. Like, yeah. um, like a Saints Unscripted. That's what I've heard of. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty weird. The other thing about consulting both academic sources as well as relying on the spirit is that we have Joseph Smith as sort of an example of this. So Joseph Smith was an inspired prophet. He received revelation by the spirit, but he also took time to learn biblical Hebrew. He took time to consult scholars of his day. Uh, He and other members of the Quorum of the Twelve would have very impassioned uh, discussion and debate about certain things, right? He was very enterprising and wanting to learn uh, knowledge from, we might say, secular sources, right, or academic sources of his day. So we can look to Joseph Smith as an example of someone who synthesized receiving revelation and guidance from the Spirit and also being informed and having informed uh, opinions and views on things from the scholarship of his day. And it comes to what uh, President Nelson said recently when he said, I'm going to kind of paraphrase here, but uh, we know that a good revelation comes from good information. And so I think that's a a key part of it and why uh, myself and others encourage members of the church and also investigators who are looking at the church to to access these resources when they're available. I have a question that might might be like totally unrelated. Do you think that's partially why Joseph Smith also like went into be like a mason? Oh yeah, and like and learned from there because I feel like that was just at the time that was probably one of the highest forms of education you could get because they had so much like information gathered. It was yeah, it it was a cultural force. It was a cultural presence. Freemasonry. There was yeah. So that that actually is a good example. But the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Freemasons run the country. (laughs) But I actually think um, something that I learned about the cross, um, it never even occurred to me until I joined the church and really recently that the cross was this, it was a Roman torture weapon, right? Mm -hmm. A a way to to murder people that went against them. And because of Christ, the, the cross itself, which was just an object, there's nothing inherently great or mystical about the cross, just the cross. But that the symbol of the cross has turned into a symbol of hope, right? So mm-hmm. what was a Roman method Torture, of execution yeah, has become yeah. a symbol of hope and love, right? And so, the faith of billions of people yes, around the world, yeah. Throughout religion, all we see is people taking things that are one thing and appropriating it and making yeah. it to another it's thing. Kind of all part and, of the restoration. Yeah. You and you know? find that yeah. out through scholarship. Through scholarship, through yeah. These wonderful through a things. hands-on engagement with the materials that are available to you. Yes. So when Joseph Smith studied Hebrew, for example, his knowledge of Hebrew actually informed his later revelations, and his later discourses. So, for example, he learned that Elohim in biblical Hebrew is technically a plural noun. Uh, Even though it's treated as a singular noun in most of the Bible, it it strictly technically does mean gods, plural. And Joseph Smith learned this, and that informed subsequent revelations and teachings he had. Uh, That's why in the book of Abraham, it's the gods creating the earth as opposed to God and so forth, right? So, So you can see from Joseph Smith, uh, from his study of Hebrew, from his engagement with Freemasonry, you can see him taking the means and the tools available to him and synthesizing it with his own revelation from the Spirit and unfolding the restoration in that way. So we shouldn't, members of the church, Latter-day Saints, shouldn't be scared about this. We shouldn't be right. hesitant. We should be right there at the forefront because we have precedent from our own prophet doing this. I mean, Jesus Boom. Christ himself quoted prophets of the Old Testament. Did he he absolutely did. He and the Apostle Paul quoted uh, other Greek poets and Greek philosophers and so forth. So uh, it's, yeah. it seems to me this is a totally fine. I think oftentimes we view Revelation like God comes down and just puts like an SD card chip in your head right. and you have all the information. 
Is that how does he does it? No. I'm pretty sure that's how he does it for Justin. That's how I, I haven't studied once. Yeah. How do you think he got so smart? This guy's an idiot. No. But yeah, so, so um, on this subject, let's talk about the first resource, Book of Mormon Central. Yeah. So that's the organization I'm with. I've been on the show before to talk about it. And uh, we have on our website a number. We have our archive. We have our Know Why articles, our videos. Uh, we have, so the books you saw earlier, those stacked uh, maroon books, uh, that's Royal Skousen's analysis of textual variants of the Book of Mormon, right? Like this, you know, nice thing. Nobody is ever going to read that. But you can go read it on Book of Mormon Central if you want to because it's sure. there digitized, all six volumes of it, right? Um, so Book of Mormon Central has a resource both for, for online uh, digital media, um, both primary sources you can look at as well as secondary commentary that you can engage with. And if you don't want that, then you can just get the really uh, rehashed juvenile version of all that watching Saints Unscripted where we very poorly parrot what the scholars are saying. Oh, come on, you jokes. guys. Ah. Come on, Quaku. That's what our show is. Ah. We're the feeder to get into the good stuff. You know, with young people, they want, oh, Quaku and Justin. Oh, boop, 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 boop. And the then they're reading Royal Scousen. This is what <laughs> then we do. Then they're reading Royal Scousen. It's all a part of the it's process. All it's, it's, it's the baby food before the steak. That's right, Sandra well, Tanner. You got nothing on us. So one thing I just want to plug real quick for viewers to keep their eyes on. Uh, for coming down in the near future. So in about March, we're going to launch the beta, and then maybe around June is when we'll have version 1.0 out, we're hoping. Book of Mormon Essential is developing an interactive Book of Mormon app where you will have the text of the Book of Mormon, in fact, different editions of the Book of Mormon, uh, interlaced with interactive commentary uh, material like artwork and videos and so forth. So let me just show you here real quick just to give you an example. So if you look here at sort of First Nephi, you've seen we've reformatted the text. Uh, we actually have red lettering, so you can see names of God and, and so forth. Um, but what you can do is you can actually go down to Insights, and you can pull up quotes. Like here's a Hugh Nibley quote, for example, uh, where he gives some commentary on this passage. You can check out our Nowise, which are uh, interspersed throughout the, the app here. So it's directly accessible. Um, you also go over to Media, and you can take a look at artwork. So here's a nice depiction of Jesus from James Fulmer. Um, or you can come down and look at this chart from John W. Welch that talks about some stuff happening in First Nephi. Uh, so this gives you a sense of what we're working on, and we want to make it, like I said, totally interactive, uh, totally uh, integrated with your sort of digital scripture reading experience. And uh, we hope to have the beta by, by March. So when March comes around, check out our website at bookofmormoncentral.org and, and see what we have there. Check out the App Store and so forth. And we hope that this is one way that we can take all this research that's out there, scholarship that's there, and yeah. synthesize it in a nice way that amplifies personal scripture study. That's actually pretty, that's freaking yeah. legit. That's <laughs> so lit. I'm going to use it. So yeah, in addition to Book of Mormon Central, just real quick, other resources, they've been mentioned on the show before, but there's the Interpreter Foundation uh, run by Daniel Peterson. They have a journal, they have a roundtable scripture discussion podcast. Uh, they have a great resource. Uh, Fair Mormon has been discussed on the show before. Mm -hmm. uh, they have great apologetic resources. So in other words, people who have questions about criticisms of the church, they can turn to Fair Mormon to get some of their questions answered there. Uh, the Neil A. Maxwell Institute at, at BYU is another good resource that has uh, Book of Mormon scholarship and other uh, what's called Mormon Studies-related scholarship. Uh, so they're also a good resource. And then, of course, last but not least, I have to just plug my favorite, the Joseph Smith Papers, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a total Joseph Smith Papers fanboy. And so for people who want to get their, you know, claws sunk in the, in the raw meat, the raw data of Joseph Smith's life, Joseph Smith Papers is the place to go. An example of that, um, on one episode of the show, we talked about Doctrine and Covenant Section 87, the prophecy in the Civil War. And I always went to know, I was like, okay, 
this seems a little bit too accurate for my taste, so I wanted to go and look into Joseph Smith papers to see if it was the original revelation was a little bit different. And I was shocked to find that it's the same thing. It's like the same exact thing. And I was like, wow, what a testament to his prophetic ministry. But also, I'm so glad that resource is there where I can go and see the original yeah. uh, transcript. And, and it's amazing. Manuscript. It's amazing. Well, this is on the Joseph Smith Papers website. Oh, this is the printer's manuscript of the Book of Mormon. And so you can go read, and it's for free. It's digital. It's high resolution. You can search it. It's great. On the Joseph Smith Papers website, the printer's manuscript this is the manuscript Oliver Cowdery copied as they prepared for publication for the Book of Mormon, and it's right there available and free for you. And so, wow. I mean, like, this is great. We have access to this right here yeah. in the yeah. palm of our hands with the Internet. But I thought those Mormons don't talk about their church history, and you guys hide everything, and we have everything available for you. Well, on the church's website. For free. That, that's <laughs> for the thing. Free. You don't even have to pay us. You don't have to go to a theological seminary. It's right there. You, you can, can just look at it. It's really cool. We're very secretive, by the way. The most secretive church most that secretive goes out church. and tries to get everyone to join. Yeah. <laughs> it hides all of their really embarrassing history and documents on, on their, their church, on church website. website. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we even have yeah. it on the front page. You I know, know right? Know, like, like, <laughs> those rascal Mormons, I tell you, but they're secret we're just getting away with so much stuff. Let me just plug one more thing here real quick. Speaking of the Maxwell Institute, uh, recently Grant Hardy, he's a Book of Mormon scholar, has published his uh, reader's edition, or rather this is called the Maxwell Institute Study Edition so of good. the Book of Mormon, done by the Maxwell Institute. Um, it's phenomenal. He's reformatted the Book of Mormon to make it more readable and engaging. He's provided some notes and some commentary. Uh, he's restructured it so that you can sort of get into the text and really uh, draw out new meaning from it. This is another kind of resource that, you know, you have available for when studying the Book of Mormon. You have our app coming forth. You have the Joseph Smith papers to get the raw data. And then you have nice stuff like Grant Hardy's study edition that sort of brings it together in a nice, presentable way. This will really benefit lots of our audience who come from different Christian backgrounds who are used to more easily right. readable Bibles. Yeah. Now with the Book of Mormon, same thing. So Wait, but just to be clear, it's not changing the text. No, right. it's, text it's not changing not the text, but it is like adding explanations. Yes, but it, it, it's formatted like, right. like differently. Like differently, yeah. So yeah. It's great. The church itself supports these kinds of efforts. So at Book of Mormon Central, we have permission from the church to use their official edition of the Book of Mormon for our interactive scripture app that we're That's developing. Grant yeah. Hardy also had permission to use the script, uh, the church's official edition of the Book of Mormon. We're not changing the text. We're not trying to manipulate it in that way. We're simply repackaging it, you might say. And it's not like this is some third party. like Right, game, yeah. Some weird from, guy yeah, trying to... Yeah, yeah this exactly. is yeah. Uh, this is supported by the church. The church encourages these kinds of things. And so for now, you can check out guys like Grant Hardy. And then later down the road in March and later June, perhaps when we launch, you should be sure to check out our Book of Mormon Central Interactive Scriptures app, which will... Uh, Fit it all in the palm of your hand, so to speak. Yeah, awesome. So on my mission is where I really started to dive into like learning more about the scriptures because we had in one of my apartments we found like the the seminary manuals and the institute manuals. And so on P days when we were bored, we would just go through and mm -hmm. like learn stuff. And and the cool thing is is that like I don't think a lot of this stuff is really going to be what changes your testimony. You know, what right. makes or break it. But there's a lot of things there to strengthen. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I think it's important for us to become like God to learn as much as possible because yep. knowledge is light. You know, and so I think as you start learning all these things and gathering more information, you're going to grow. Thanks so much, um, Stephen. Thanks for yeah. having me. Always a pleasure. So, all you lovely folks out there on YouTube who are following Saints Inscripted, be sure to like and subscribe. Be sure to share and follow Saints Inscripted on all their different social media platforms. And one day you may be blessed to receive a nice pile of books like this. Who knows? 
strange things have happened in the universe. And Stranger things. Maybe your life will be ruined like mine for the best by getting involved in all this nice big scholarship. The yeah, strange so. outro I've had in my life. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.